Trey Briscoe, a sophomore student at EMU, is participating in the 41st Annual Undergraduate Symposium with this project, titled The Construct of Gender and Sexuality, Using Oral History to Deepen Understanding. In this study, he interviews a young trans man about his experiences. Activist Sam Killerman states that gender is who you go to sleep as, and sexuality is who you go to sleep with. This quote was an impactful statement that taught Trey a lot about the difference between gender and sexuality. I think we we kind of blend the two together and mesh them together just because, you know, you grow up getting so accustomed and used to gender and sex and sex being on this like on forms as like male or female. But I think there is a very strong difference between the two and people don't really know that, you know? So yeah, I'd have to say that the biggest difference is gender is who you go to sleep as and sex is who you go to sleep with. You know, your gender identity is so separate from your sexual identity just because your sexual identity can be asexual um, or like even like aromantic. It doesn't have to be linked to what your gender identity is your gender identity is really what you identify as and what you want it to be, whether that's, you know, male, female, you know, trans, it, it's not as, I think it's not as cut and dry as people think it is. What got you interested in researching the construct of gender and sexuality? It was for a class assignment that we did. Um, our, we had a project um, and we were tasked to talk to anybody, um, anyone we knew, and kind of talk to them and interview them about their history with gender, you know, their relationship with it. Um, and I, this year, I actually became friends with a trans man who is named Felix. Um, and kind of throughout that process, I learned little bits and pieces about like his identity and how he got to, you know, label himself that way. Um, and I just felt like with what I learned that that would be the best person to interview to kind of teach myself more, but also learn more from him and kind of get his idea and feelings on it. And it worked out. I feel. <laughs> Can you tell me a bit more about, you know, the subject, kind of the key points about this interview? So probably the, the biggest key point that I want to illustrate with this is that gender and sexuality are so fluid and I think that we as a society often place certain labels on certain genders and sexualities and it's not like that at all. I think we often use stereotypes um, to really hash out what somebody is or what somebody identifies as and it's created this bad or negative connotation on like certain identities, like, oh, this person identifies this way, so they must be like this, or they must act like this, or they can't be asexual, you know? So I think that's kind of what I want people to take away is that it's such a wide and fluid spectrum that there is no concrete way to identify yourself. Was there anything that like really surprised you when you were like having this interview with Felix? I think probably the most surprising thing was learning more about the how fluid it is because I am a straight man um and 
I unfortunately was not as educated as I wanted to be. And going into it, like I had this very limited knowledge I had learned from here and there conversations with Felix and people, as well as, you know, in schooling and stuff, the stuff that you learn. But I think I really had no idea how, how, just how fluid and how deep it goes. I think that was probably one of the biggest like shocks and one of the most impactful parts of it all was just learning that. And I feel like when you do talk to like somebody like, how did you like talk to like Felix suit like in a respectful way? The best way to describe to describe it would be that I really prefaced the interview with, you know, if you're not comfortable answering anything, you know, let me know and we don't need to we, you don't need to answer it. We don't need to talk about it um, because I really did try to like dig deep. You know, I, like I talked about like relationships with relatives. How did certain relatives react, you know, when he came out? And when he like identified, like I, I tried to dig deeper. So I think just the biggest thing was just like letting him know, like, hey, this is a completely like informal interview. You know, we're you're my friend. And I think that that's something that helped a lot too was having that prior relationship going into it. So it wasn't, you know, someone interviewing him. It was talking to a friend. I think it kind of de-escalated that situation and allowed us to really just have a great conversation about you know, gender and sexuality. Oh, absolutely. And when it comes to like oral interviews and I guess like, you know, the oral history of like, not even just your friendship with him, but like anyone having a friendship with another trans person or another gay person or another ace person, right. you can really like dig deep, but then like in some cases you might go too far. Did you ever feel like right, exactly. you might've been asked questions or it felt like, oh, had like a second thought on certain questions? I do recall that there were questions that I did omit just because the way the interview started and kind of the trend it was going, some of my questions would have either taken us back or maybe jumped further than we were at. Um, so like in my interview, um, like, like listening back at the recording, there were questions that I never planned to ask. But like I said, it kind of eventually it became a conversation rather than just an interview. And as a part of that conversation, it became me wanting to learn more and kind of feeling out what the boundary was as far as like questions I could ask and things I could ask him. Trey and Felix also discussed how stereotypes affect people's lives. I think it's unfortunately a part of human nature to stereotype. Um, whether it's, you know, with race, with gender, with, you know, sexuality, I think it's kind of become a part of our nature to try to identify things ourselves first before understanding or asking that person. You know, I think we often, when we meet a new person or we see a new person, we do a quick scan, you know, we, we scan their appearance, um, we scan their demeanor, we kind of scan their personality just to kind of make our own personal opinion on them and kind of go from there and I th think we often treat people based on that scan that we do and I think it's just a part of society that needs to change you know not just with gender and sexuality but also with race and ethnicities I think we as a society are so quick to judge someone based off of what we see or what we've heard about you know those people than building our own personal opinions and acting our own, you know, certain organic way. 
So what do you think overall, like others should take away from this conversation that you two had? I, I think just the, the overall just biggest takeaway should be that gender is gender and sexuality are a separate and b they're incredibly fluid and that the identities that we give people um at birth are a not set in stone and b that anything that anyone wants to identify as is 100 valid and important you know i think that like i said earlier that we kind of apply stereotypes to different identities and sexualities and i think society as a whole needs to step back from that and erase that from you know what we are and what we do because I think we become so focused on what someone may have identified as a couple years ago and we don't really focus on what they're feeling now and how quickly that can change and you know how maybe they see themselves as being this way you know maybe they may identify as bi in eighth grade but when it by 12th grade you no know, they see themselves as trans you know so I think it's just a very wide spectrum that people need to kind of get themselves acclimated with as the world begins to change and as it begins to become more accepting and loving of these people another thing that people just take away is that when it comes to any person any identity whether it's you know, your sexual identity, your gender identity, or even like your race identity kind of drifting off to that. It's important to sit down and talk to people, you know, to educate yourself, but you don't want to push the boundaries of educating yourself because something that me and Felix kind of talk about in our interview is that they're, they're not a Google search bar, you know, like there's a limit to kind of the questions you can ask people and you know, what you can really learn from people, but don't be afraid to ask someone who's close to you who identifies uh, in any way if you want to learn more, because it's better to educate yourself the best you can than to be uneducated and potentially say uneducated things or hurtful things. Thank you, Trey Briscoe, for talking about your undergraduate symposium project. On March 26th at 10.30 to 11.45 a.m., Trey will be doing a Q&A on the Forager One platform for the event. His presentation, titled The Construct of Gender and Sexuality, Using Oral History to Deepen Understanding, will be pre-recorded, so viewers are free to ask questions and talk to him during the session. This episode was written by yours truly, Kayla Trefill, and it was produced by Ronya Kabansag. To listen to more episodes of our podcast, visit easternecho.com. The podcast section can be reached via email at podcast at easternecho.com. Thanks for listening, and as always, be sure to tune in for the next episode next week.